Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim. And I'm Noelle Cordeaux. We are the founders of Lumia. And we're super passionate about all things coaching, and we want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training thousands of life coaches. Let's dive into the science and magic of coaching. On today's episode, the topic is common mistakes life coaches make when using positive psychology and also how to get it right. Yes. John, can we discuss your, your environment today? Yes, I am uh, sitting cross-legged uh, in, inside a minivan. Uh, first time doing a podcast in a minivan. And uh, it's great. It's luxurious. It's um, spacious. I have Wi-Fi. It's, it's, it's the way to do it. I'm always <laughs> on the go. Yeah. <laughs> where, and, and where are you headed? I know you're doing something special today. Yeah, I'm headed uh, into the woods uh, to run uh, a writer's retreat. So yeah. this is um, this is a life, Noel. This is, a, you know, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I mean, that's such a great, and, I, and I'm super bummed I couldn't make it. I wanted to go yeah. out to your retreat. I had a friend coming in for the weekend, but everybody who's joining you is in for a treat. And I think it's a good um, segue into our topic today, because when we work with people, we're responsible for you know bringing them whatever set of interventions that we have, whether mm -hmm. it's understanding how to write a book, get published, or understanding positive psychology. Is the Lumia program is heavily grounded in positive psychology? Um, let's let's play around a little bit. So, what is what is your understanding of positive psychology? It's just kind of out there, floating in the world. It's mostly from you. And uh, um, I, like many people, um, thought positive psychology was hokey. And I think I was judgmental because I come from the clinical world. Um, I wondered if it had legs. Uh, but the experience of you, meaning you actually kind of practicing it, uh, you know, in your life, and then all the, uh, you know, the psychoeducation from uh, Lumia and yourself um, has made me really f uh, believe like, it's actually very powerful. Um, and I think I judged it because it is simple, but simple sometimes is actually a good thing, not a bad thing. Yeah, it's it, positive psychology is a complex science. Mm -hmm. And a, a great way to think about it is that the, the space of psychology, psychology as we know it, Freud, Jung, therapy, licensure, is all based on the science of what's wrong with you, disease, you know, suffering and positive psychology is newer. It really only started its empirical inception in the 90s with Martin Seligman out of Penn. But positive psychology is based on the science of what is right with you. What is going well? How do we help people to achieve flourishing? How do we help people to achieve in general, you know, writ large? And because of that, goal orientation, achievement focus, positive psychology is one of the cornerstones of coaching as yeah. we know it today. And I think the um, misconception about positive psychology is it's not like a forced or fake positive, right? It's not like, oh, I'm just going to champion you and be a cheerleader because, you know, that can be very slippery. Um, it really is uh, focusing on what is right with you, what is going well, you know, that kind of stuff. So 
Yeah. And, and leaning into and learning how to manipulate your brain chemistry mm. based on the outcomes of all of the different flavors of positive emotion from contentment to pride, to mystery, to awe, to love, you know, all of those are, are the flavors of, of positivity. Um, one of the things that I think is another misconception is that positive psychology is not about um, just making you happy because that would be a really narcissistic approach and nobody's right. happy all the time. That's yeah, that's the, other, that's the other one is that a lot of people think positive psychology is kind of selfish because it's about just you being happy. Yeah, it, it's not. It's, um, it's, it's, it looks at utilizing your, your strengths, um, your goals, your resources, and your very, you know, natural intuitive positioning in the world to move you forward. Mm -hmm. And there is a lot of really amazing research that has come out over the last um, 20, 30 years in positive psychology. So the, the scientific basis itself has some, some real teeth. So what do coaches need to know about positive psychology? Um, it's a science, just like any other discipline. And it has an incredible amount of data and tools that we can use to help clients navigate their lives. Um, so one of the things that I think is important for coaches to understand is like, okay, so how do we use it, right? So thinking about positive psychology as a tool, um, the way that you lay down a tool or an intervention in session using positive psychology would be the same way as you use any other tool, you know, in session. Um, have you ever used a balance wheel in session with a client or are there any tools that you use regularly? Uh, is the balance wheel like an emotional spectrum thing? I think I've used one of those. Balance ones. wheel is, um, it's a circle and yeah. it has all the different parts of your life, like your family, mm -hmm. your friends, mm -hmm. your job, your relationships. And you ask your client to draw a line to say, you know, how satisfied they are in each of those lives or parts of their lives. No, I, I have not used that. Uh, I've done a lot of um, work in families, family systems, where we kind of explore the family, family tree, where things come from, you know, all of that. Um, but no, I've not used the, the wheel, the life wheel. The wheel. Okay. So, so it's kind of similar to what you're talking about. You know, if we were going to use an applied positive psychology intervention, it would be the same setup. It wouldn't be from the perspective of giving advice or saying, this is how you're going to live, or this is what you're going to do. But it would be, hey, um, I have this tool, data set, intervention, piece of science that I think would be really helpful for you. Would you like to hear about it? You know, would you like to learn it? And then the client has to say yes, no to whether they'd like to do it. And it can be something that's really simple. So, um, for example, John, if you've been having a bad day recently or like any negative emotions, I have a fun fact that I'd like to share with you that comes from positive psychology. Would you yeah. like to hear it? Yes. And I, can I just underline um, what Noel is highlighting is permission, which a lot of coaches forget to, to uh, ask for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So John said yes. Um, and this is actually one of my favorite fun facts in positive psychology. It is impossible to experience a negative emotion and a positive emotion at the same time. Right. And so if you're noticing that your thoughts are skewing towards the negative and you want to change your emotional experience, you can 
get a set of uh, positive thoughts, memories, even pictures of loved ones and have them stored with you kind of as like this little cheat sheet set so that you can hit your brain with positive experiences and change your mental outlook. It's really effective. Why do you, do you think that uh, generally we default to the negative, you know, the whole negativity bias? Um, why are we always looking at um, what we don't have and what's wrong? I struggle with this instead of um, really valuing and seeing, you know, the good. Um, I mean, because we weren't to, born like to, that. Yeah, two culprits: um, evolution and capitalism. Mm, yeah, capitalism for <laughs> right? sure. Yeah, billboards right? and yeah. Evolution is is the reason we look to the negative is because our brain is always trying to protect us from yeah. stuff that'll kill us. Yeah. Um, but in 2023, most of the things that really disturb us or bother us or disappoint us aren't actually going to kill us. But mm -hmm. back in kind of like the caveman days, they probably would. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. that's where our brains developed this tendency to go there. And then in modern life, um, capitalism is always trying to tell you what's yeah. wrong with you so that you buy something. Right. <laughs> and, that's, and that's one of the major, major culprits. Um yeah, hundred um, percent. That all of this work around positive emotions and and using them as as strengths uh, comes from a series of theories that have been published in the NIH, the National Institute of Health. One of my faves comes from Barbara Fredrickson, and it's called the Broaden and Build Theory, and. This is an example of the type of information that we can share with our clients. So I gave you the setup of, all right, well, we, we can't experience a positive emotion and a negative emotion at the same time. And we can swap out our set of um, positive emotions in order to manipulate our experience. But there's actually a really cool science behind why that's important and what the actual outcomes are, right? So when we're working with our clients, obviously they want to accomplish a goal, but the work of coaching really does impact your whole life. Um, and not a lot of people think about enacting positive emotions as part of their everyday experience. But what we know from the science of positive psychology is that it gives you tremendous health outcomes. So, um, let me look them up. So positive emotions help you see things from a broader perspective. It's mm -hmm. called, it's the bird's eye view. Right. And they also help you to enhance your coordination, your communication mm -hmm. skills, and um, they improve cardiovascular functioning of your heart just as much as exercise does. Wow. Really? So, Feel, feeling positive. Yeah. Just feeling positive. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, so negative emotions um, cause cardiovascular distress, and positive emotions mm. actually repair the the tears. Noelle, why am, I, why am I doing burpees? I should just Maybe. focus on feeling better and and uh, exuding positive emotions instead of um, breaking uh, you know tremendous sweat every day. <laughs> I mean, I think I, actually the, wor the workout produces positive feelings, so. I mean, it does. Yeah. And the positive emotions are going to increase your coordination and balance too. Yeah. 
And this is one of the things that I think about, you know, especially for an aging population is that we know that experiencing joy, positivity, you know, all of these feel good hormones increases your coordination, increases your mobility, increases the capacity of your heart to function and increases your cognitive capacity to generate new ideas. And so when we're working with clients to do all of this stuff, it really bolsters their capacity to accomplish their goals. Mm. Um, Okay. So another thing that we have to be aware of in terms of what not to do with positive psychology is this idea of toxic positivity. Yes, this is what I'm talking about. This is why uh, positive psychology gets a bad rap. It's that kind of um, fake, you know, um, you can do it. Um, you got this. Uh, I believe in yeah. you. And it's like, well, you don't even know me. I don't care. I believe in you. I'm <laughs> supposed to say this. This is going to help you, you know? Yeah. Or yeah. or even um, age old, well, not age old, but stemming from the World War II era, um, tropes and catchphrases like keep calm and carry on and uh, right, um, right, don't right. worry, be happy. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, I love the Beach Boys just as much as anybody else. But the reality of working with positive psychology is that it doesn't, replace real problems in your life and it makes the client it's, feel dismissed or unheard uh, it kind of minimizes what they're going through yes absolutely and and in coaching specifically there's a reason why there's a whole technique set called clear and vent that when t- when clients have problems when they have issues when they experience pain Coaches need to be 100% prepared and very well trained in how to uh, hold those feelings for their client and let somebody really unleash their anger, really unleash their despair and cycle through it, process it, get it all out. And then we can start to say, okay, well, what else is there? Mm. What else is there? Mm -hmm. And oftentimes in the space of what else is there, we can begin to find the kernels of positivity. Um, So like, if you're having a shit day, and I were to say, you know, well, what else is there? Um, I might ask you about your toys, your motorcycles. Mm -hmm. And I might ask you about your kid. Or I might ask you about um, the way that you savor a hot cup of coffee or the sunsets or the sky mm-hmm. um, or your partner and try to draw in lots of different experiences that will also allow you to anchor to bright spots in your life. Yeah. I love this. I talk about um, focusing on what you already have that is not dependent on someone's yes or no. And I feel like um, I've focused most of my life on someone's yes or no, hug my happiness on that, got to know, and then, you know, was miserable because of that. So yeah, the practice, the practice of, um, um, I call it nectar, the practice of what else is there that you're not, you know, yeah. paying attention to. Yeah. And it, it, it has to do with looking up and out. And that's where we start to kind of, you know, build in this, this resource set. Um, Another theory that dovetails really beautifully with positive psychology is life design theory out of Stanford. Mm -hmm. And that concept rolls with the idea that at any given time, there are five to seven paths available to you and every single one of them is good. 
So mm. what you are describing and like holding in your mind's eye, this one thing that had to happen. And if it didn't happen, all is lost. If we draw on a combination of, well, what else is there? Positive psychology and then life design, we're actually able to flow into this space of uh, multi opportunities, which is pretty much the definition of resilience. Um, mm. How do you think that your life would change if at every moment you were able to self-actualize that whatever was in front of you was just one of five to seven paths available and that they were all good? Yeah, I mean, it's instantly empowering because you are, are you, you feel like you have choices. I think what, what gets people into the trenches is feeling like they don't have choices and now they're in a prison and they're stuck and there's no way out. So just knowing that there's, you know, five to seven paths, um, there's hope in, in that already baked in. Yeah. I totally agree. So let's just roll through. I have a list of goals here for positive psychology and coaching. And remember, um, we're using positive psychology as a supplement mm -hmm. to whatever our client's goals are. We're using it as a tool to draw out from the client, well, what else is there so that they're not getting stuck in their negative emotions after they have a chance to really process, clear, and vent. Um, and what we do is that we want to help people increase their experience of positive emotions. So just, you know, what we know from the broaden and build theory is that the more positive emotions you experience, the more of a positive outlook you're going to have in life. And then being able to identify and develop their strengths and talents, building a sense of hope and belief, introducing and nurturing the power of gratitude. This is something that you've been doing for a long time, John. How has gratitude practice changed your life? Yeah, I mean, this is uh, this is huge. This is a, a giant leg uh, as far as you know the, the to hang your your mental health on. Um, I, I didn't practice gratitude much for most of my life, but I think in the last ten years, um, really practicing it, not just kind of reading off a list, has made me um, oh, yeah. just kind of. It's made me happier. It's made me happier. Um, it, t it takes time, though. You know, it's not like you're going to practice gratitude over the weekend and by Monday you're going to be happy. But uh, slowly training yourself, um, going back to, you know, um, seeing what is good instead of naturally defaulting to what is bad and lacking. That is that is the exact definition of how it works to induce positive emotions. It's like mm -hmm. you have it is a practice. Gratitude is just one of them. And if you do it consistently over time, you're actually going to change your brain, your brain chemistry and yeah. be able to transition your thoughts from positive to negative. Um, and then this bleeds into everything else. You know, one of the outcomes of working with emotions in this way is helping the client build and maintain positive relationships mm -hmm. and learning how to savor and build a relationship with positivity and contentment, which I don't think a lot of people think about in terms of how we actually have to build the relationship itself mm. with the the question what else is there what else is positive in my life what else can i sink into right now um i think a lot of people are struggling right now and this might be a very important time to reintroduce these practices to society yeah i think it's timely and um i think the uh the thing to really um remind people is that uh, it is a, a practice, like put it, it has to be part of your daily ritual. You know, it can't be something that you just do when you feel, feel down, although that may help. Um, I think, but really kind of like, um, 
like like fitness or like any kind of practice that you that that builds on itself you know that's that's how this thing works it is exactly um and and speaking upon you know building positive emotions stacking them up i have so enjoyed talking to you today in the back of a minivan (laughs) yes yes uh even you know but here it's the thing environment environment (laughs) is a factor and so um put yourself in environments that produce positive emotions yeah and 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 relationships you know one of the hallmarks of our relationship has always been humor and joy yeah. and i think without it we wouldn't be as long-term and functional as we are yeah. <laughs> because yeah. we can laugh together humor is so important in life um for sure <laughs> that well, thank, it is thank you for the conversation and also you know if you're interested in coaching um hopefully this makes it less intimidating you know something like positive psychology yeah yes it's one of my favorite parts of our curriculum uh i'm always excited to welcome new students into the fold um and introduce them to this stuff so come see us at lumia and john I, i hope you have an awesome time at your retreat and i will catch up with you next week thank you be well Thanks for listening to Everything Life Coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to lumiacoaching.com slash everything. Explore a new career that brings fulfillment, gives you a true sense of purpose, and a bold community to do it with. Lumia is ready to equip you with the tools, training, and community you will need to reach your goals. If you're ready to build a unique coaching business on your own terms while making an impact on the world at large, Lumia is the next bold step in your coaching journey. That's lumiacoaching.com slash everything. And hey, if you're waiting for a sign, this is it.